Welcome to the Housing Hour with Kevin Ray, a locally produced program devoted to bringing you a fresh perspective on housing, diving into the issues that matter most. The Housing Hour with Kevin Ray is presented by Mortgage Investors Group. When Kevin gives the word, be prepared to call in to 865-243-TALK. That's 865-243-8255. Now, Kevin Ray. Welcome into the Housing Hour. This is Kevin Ray, your host. I'm here with Mark Griffith, our co-host, and Shine, our producer. Thank you for joining us. We're extremely excited to have you in here. And um, we also want to, of course, plug our website, thehousinghour.com. Uh, you can go on there and listen to our show live. You can direct your friends and family members to past shows. Uh, it's a great place to go to uh, learn about uh, the Housing Hour. Also, our sponsors, our our Big sponsor, of course, is Mortgage Investors Group. And you can learn more about Mark. Uh, Mark is also available for birthday parties as well. Yes. <laughs> um, but as seriously, well as Kevin is. I am as well. Um, I make balloon animals and whatnot. <laughs> but but we're just thankful that you came in here to the housing hour today. And, you know, we're doing this series, Protect Your Family. And we've had just an incredible uh, kind of kind of listenership on it. I've, I've received actually dozens of emails of people telling me that they appreciated it because they have young kids. Last week, Kevin uh, Kevin Thomas is with us here again today. Thanks for coming in again, Kevin. It's a pleasure. I had, I had at least at work, I had about three or four people come up to me and tell me they had no idea about the Facebook geo-tracking, but I had do- at least a dozen emails of other people asking me just different questions regarding the website, but it all came back to the Protect Your Family series. So, you know, last week Kevin mentioned off air and it was kind of funny, but it was true. Last week we spent a lot of time talking about the problem and kind of what things that, you know, are out there. And this week we're going to try to um, kind of focus on the solution. What are some things you can do to protect yourself? And we're going to kind of wrap all that up. So Kevin, why don't we first, if you don't mind, talk to me about some of the things that people can do that they can do to protect themselves. Uh, especially if you're a parent, is uh, visit a website called netsmarts.org. The nice thing about that site and the content that's there is it gives parents uh, some resources, uh, how to start the conversation, and how to guide your kids uh, through what is potentially a very, very dangerous area uh, of their lives, which is their use of the Internet. Mm and to give them the resources and the skills to deal with and to recognize uh, potentially dangerous behavior uh, and to protect themselves when they see this and and how to deal with it. Mm -hmm. Um, Those are some important things. When I was growing up, we had this thing called stranger danger. Um, Well, when you're on the internet, everyone's a stranger. Right. And there's a lot of danger. Um, most of it's safe, most of it's harmless, but you do need to be aware, and there are ways to recognize the signs, and netsmarts.org does a very good job. The site's a little dated, uh, but the information is still very contemporary mm-hmm. in terms of parental resources and, uh, and, and ways to we'll protect We'll put that up on our website. Definitely no get it up there. Is that, is, is, so just having a software police or firewall, is, it requires a lot more than just that, doesn't it? Uh, you can keep the baddies, as they call them, out of your computer with uh, virus scanners and, and malware um, scanners and things like that. 
if you're surfing and incidentally one of these things starts coming towards you. But poor behavior on the internet when you start surfing the darker side of the internet, if you will, uh, sites you don't trust, uh, links that you've never visited, uh, you're looking for content uh, in places where you've never gone before. Uh, you're going to encounter a certain amount of uh, problems with with these things. And you'll encounter pop-ups that say, do you want to do this, yes or no? And whether you click yes or no, it still means yes. Mm. And so the virus scanner, as far as that's concerned, you're letting this thing in and it's okay with you. So the virus scanner doesn't give you a false positive, lets it through. Mm. Um, and it's not getting less sophisticated, it's getting more sophisticated. So the one thing that you can do to protect yourself above any virus scanning software, any parental controls, is to uh, really talk to your children uh, and really also assess your own behavior when you're on the internet. Because once your machine's infiltrated and data is either breached, stolen, or worse, destroyed, uh, that's a difficult thing to uh, to recover from. Okay, and I made a list of things or different sites that parents that we kind of spoke about last week and I added a couple to that. So parents that are out there listening, these are where the kids are. And for those of you who don't think that kids are on these particular social networking sites, forget about it. They are. So you got Facebook, you have Twitter, you have Pinterest, you have kids also on, on lots of the Yahoo forums as well. Um, you also have this, there's kind of a new uh, wave of people that are on, I mean, there's so many, but you have MySpace is making somewhat of a comeback as, as well. Um, you have other sites um, that people are even in within Yahoo, you have a variety of different areas where kids are going to chat in these forums and stuff. And so, so Kevin, you know, we talked about last week, we talked about the Facebook and we talked about the privacy settings and do Twitter and um, some of these other ones, even Pinterest, I mean, you know, kids are on Pinterest as well. It's 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 that's the big thing right now. Pinterest. It is, it is. I love it actually. I'm I'm really getting into it. Um, you can follow us actually. The Housing Hour, right? Um, Pinterest uh, is our account. But what are some things that people can do to protect? I mean, like the parents, for instance. Is it about talking to them? I mean, some of this is psychological, but is it is you know the programming and things like that? But what are some some actionable things? Actionable things, uh, the first thing you want to start with if you haven't done anything else, and this is your first foray into paying attention to this, mm -hmm. um, and a lot of parents, this is their first step and exactly. their first awareness. Uh, it, I'd rather them do something proactive than become aware after the fact. Um, when your child's already been exposed to things that they can no longer unsee, uh, so to speak. Control H in most browsers gives you a complete history of every place that that browser has been. Uh, so you can control H in a browser, and you can check out where your kid's been. So when he's done with the session, just go look at what he's looking at. And What they, if he deleted the history? Well, uh, some <laughs> kids are pretty slick. Right. If they're deleting the history, uh, the router that's in your house that's hooked up to your cable modem, a lot of these have logging features. Mm. Um, one thing, and we're getting into some complexity here. One of the things that I do um, with Knoxville Technology Services is we do have a free consultation service um, mm -hmm. when it comes to internet safety. Mm -hmm. So if people are concerned or they have some questions or, or they want to talk about their specific situation, uh, if they give us a call, 
Uh, we're happy to discuss their specific situation, give them some specific guidelines on their specific equipment, mm -hmm. and walk them through the process and get them comfortable that they're doing what they can uh, to lock it down and protect their family. Mm -hmm. Outside of the sites that you mentioned, there's also something out there that they do. Uh, it's called free gaming. Mm -hmm. You may have seen the commercials. Get online and you can play Wizards 101 or Roblox and all of these other things. And the games are free. And what those games are designed to do is to get you in there and then do what they call microtransactions. So you're in a fight with the boss and you need to buy extra health points. Do you want to buy them for 99 cents, yes or no? Uh, things like this. The problem with those games... Shine buys those all the time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he has no microphone. He can't. <laughs> Overall, with those games, they do attract a large crowd of children. That is their target yeah. audience. And they do have message boards that support the gameplay where you can ask questions and interact. And unfortunately, they also attract um, the predatory behavior mm. um, that exists uh, when looking to uh, exploit children over the Internet. Mm -hmm. um, so you need to be aware if your kids are engaged in these kinds of games, uh, what they're doing, what their engagement is on the message boards. Um, things like that. And these companies do a very good job of supporting the parents when they have questions and they want to make sure that their kids are safe and, and, and engaging in these, uh, in these games safely. So I applaud those companies. Uh, by and large, they do a great job of protecting the kids, kicking people off uh, with questionable behavior. Yeah, because a lot of these places that we talked about, and I remember when I was growing up, the big place that everybody went was the AOL AOL, whatever, AOL.com. Um, you know, I mean, I loved it. You could go in there and you had very specific topics that you could go in and talk about. And, you know, all your friends were there. And But then there was that darker side of AOL that you I quickly determined um, that was somewhere I did not need to be. Um, of course, I immediately stayed <laughs> when I determined that. But most people, the parents out there, it may not be the company. Like you mentioned, these these it, it, Pinterest by nature is not an evil company or Facebook or Twitter. It could be the predatory behavior of others that are leaving you and your kids susceptible. And, you know, we've been talking about viruses. We've been talking about ways that your protect your, your privacy is, is not being protected. But then there's also a whole other thing too, Kevin, which is, you know, we, you can't control the person on the other end of that computer that might somehow obtain a relationship um, over the internet with with a kid, right? I mean, we can't control that. No, you can't, but you can control what your kid does in response when they recognize it. Mm. Um, and the first time they recognize it, um, there are some steps you have to take. Honestly, if somebody starts to uh, approach your kid on message boards or on if you're on the Xbox, on you know online chat, they mm -hmm. start to friend you, things like this, uh, you, you have to disappear. And you have to, unfortunately, you have to take yourself off the list of targets. Mm -hmm. um, you can change your name, your handle. Um, you can disengage with that particular service for a while. So these people who have pinpointed you now just go for a more convenient target um, and, and protect yourself in that way. The, uh, the big thing that I think parents need to realize um, right now is that as these services expand, uh, it's going to get worse, not better. Your child will become desensitized to a lot of what they see, which has a whole myriad of psychological ramifications. You know, we are growing up in a different world. I'm very concerned um, that the conversations aren't being started so that the children know that their parents will protect them from these things that are out there. 
Let's stop right there real quick because what what a great point because, and we have a few minutes left in this segment um, because you bring up a good point. We're all parents here. Um, and one of the things that I think about every day is, you know, my kids and, and how am I going to protect my kids? And, you know, the conversations that you had with your kids, you know, and, and the conversations that you're having with your kids, you know, and the conversations that I'm having with my kids are so important to their safety. Now, your kids are a little older than mine. And I think your kids are maybe my, what are, how old are your kids? 10 and 13. So they're a little older as well. But but how important is it that we as parents begin early? And it's all about a relationship. I mean, we're not on here to teach relationships, obviously, but your kids are going to listen to you when you have a relationship with them, you know? And, you know, everybody has that different type of parental relationship, but but it's very important, wouldn't you say, Kevin, to, to start very early at teaching kids about internet safety? Uh, it's probably one of the top parenting skills that we need to focus on oh, wow. in the coming decade because it's so pervasive uh, and invasive in our lives. Mm. Uh, and the way that a parent looks at technology and the internet, that perspective is completely different than the way a child looks at those same resources. Uh, you see a phone, a child sees a game. Mm. Uh, you see predatory behavior, a child sees a, a, a cool friend. Exactly. And yeah. so we want to make sure that all of the same paradigms that existed as we grew up that are now flourishing on the Internet, uh, unfortunately, uh, they're addressed in a way that the children can understand and that you as a parent, is that you're empowered with the information that you need. Um, to do this. One of the things we talked about doing, uh, we touched on last week's show, was setting up a seminar sponsored by the Housing Hour, uh, free of charge to anybody who's interested, mm. parents, uh, to come out and go through the presentation and address specific concerns that they may have. Take as much time as we need to go through it. Uh, this is tantamount uh, moving forward. Uh, we're we're, we're at a crossroads right now. We're in a Facebook world, as, as they call it. And a lot of the attitudes about this are way too lax. Mm. And, and they do need, from a parental perspective, they do need to be brought out, discussed. Parents can decide how to parent their children, but they need to have the information. Well, we're going to continue this discussion uh, when we come back from this break because we have a lot to get to. And we're excited to have Kevin Thomas here with Knoxville Technology Center, is it? Services. Ne services, services. Services. But you do have a center that you provide services. But anyway, <laughs> we're going to continue this conversation. It's very important. And, you know, other parents that are listening, parents that are listening, you know, let your other friends and family know about this show because there are there are now how many shows in this series that we've done about five now. five now so i want you guys to share this on facebook on twitter and we're on there the is where you can find us you can find us on twitter at the housing hour and we're just excited about the show and we'll look forward to talking some more with you in just one moment For Fox News Radio 100.3 WNOX. 
At Title Associates of Knoxville, we are all about you. You, the buyer, the seller, the real estate agent, or the lender. Hi, I'm Sue Benson, owner of Title Associates. In today's real estate market, it is more important than ever to have a title company with experience, a company you can trust, and one that conducts business with you in mind. Our staff has been serving Knoxville and surrounding counties for over 20 years with timely, attentive service. We are constantly updating and re-educating ourselves to ensure the best possible service to our customers. At Title Associates, we are proud to be a part of this community, a community that has remained positive during the downturn of the economy and a community that will recover with an even stronger real estate market. If you're buying, selling, or refinancing, our staff promises to make your closing a pleasant one. If you're a real estate agent looking for excellent customer service, give us a call, 777-1040, or visit our website at tanox.com. Title Associates, your choice and the right choice. Join the Housing Hour with host Kevin Ray and co-host Mark Griffith every Saturday from 2 to 3. They'll bring you a fresh perspective on homes and home ownership. Also, check out their website at thehousinghour.com for past shows and special interview series like energy efficiency in homes and protect your family. That's thehousinghour.com presented by Mortgage Investors Group, East Tennessee's home loan solution for the past 23 years. Tennessee Mortgage License Number 109111. Home ownership matters, and Mortgage Investors Group wants to help you with all your home financing needs. Whether it's a purchase or a refinance, our federally licensed loan officers are ready to help you sort through all the mortgage loan options. So call us today, 800-489-8910, or visit us online at mortgageinvestorsgroup.com. Mortgage Investors Group, your home loan solution for the past 23 years. Tennessee Mortgage License Number 109111. East Tennessee's choice for Fox News Radio 100.3 WNOX The Housing Hour with Kevin Ray continues helping you understand what is really going on out there and what to do about it Again, Kevin Ray Doesn't kill you makes you stronger Welcome back into The Housing Hour Thank you for coming back in with us, and uh, we want to tell you about a company that we believe very strongly in. That is Admiral Title. Admiral Title been around for a long time, and Phyllis and Terry started that company um, eight plus years ago, and they designed the company for the customer, for the person that they're trying to treat like royalty because they know how important it is um, to the success of their company. So they're going to take care of you. They're going to take care of all of your real estate closing needs. Um, really, a fantastic group of people that work over there. Jessica and Terry and Phyllis and Scott and all the folks that work over there. Um, I consider friends and, and they just make good decisions and they're honest people and they're going to take care of you. If you're a realtor out there or if you're a lender and you're looking to develop a relationship with a trustworthy business partner, Admiral Title is the place for you. Give them a call. Give them an opportunity. It's Admiral Title, 865-531-6060. Admiral Title. Okay, we're back in here in the housing hour. Um, Kevin Thomas, uh, Knoxville Technology Services, and you can reach him. Is this the correct phone number? 865-686-6948. You can reach him um, if you'd like to uh, talk with him about maybe his group doing a consultation with you or or whatever you need to know. Um, but let's talk, Kevin, a little bit more. I think we talked a little bit more about the, the Facebook and we talked a little bit more about the privacy concerns. And, you know, there is a difference between keeping something secret, keeping something 
private and all of our information being out there. What's up with this Facebook social graph? Talk to us a little bit about that. Facebook's latest feature is called social uh, social graph search. Uh, social graph is, if you, well, we'll talk about the graph itself. The graph is nothing more than a list of stuff that Facebook knows about you. How they find those things out, well, that's up for debate, um, whether or not it's a good thing. Uh, but as long as Facebook is there on your computer, um, in most cases, or on your phone, because your phone wants face, and their mobile product is always on, so to speak, when it's on your phone. So anything you do on your phone, it kind of knows about. And that's also going to get more invasive as time goes on. They're not going to make their own phone probably, but they don't have to if their app is running your entire phone. Uh, your camera will be in that application, so you'll just t snap a picture and it'll go right up to Facebook, right away, kind of like Instagram. you know. And you'll never stop running your Facebook app. It'll know every call that goes in, every call that goes out, every latitude and longitudinal uh, change you make throughout your day. Um, and of course, I'm sure they're going to give you ways to turn these things on and off, but not everybody engages on that level with Facebook. They don't care or they don't know um, until the day that they find out that they should care. And then when they want to know, it's very difficult to find out. Um, this, this is part of what the seminar goes into. But their, their graph search, you can type in something like, what do my friends in San Francisco, uh, what music are they listening to right now? My friends in, and if you have friends in San Francisco, it'll actually pop up. And if they're listening to music via a Facebook uh, application, it'll tell you what they're listening to. You can say, What's, what, what are my friend's favorite restaurants downtown? And if they went off and they liked the restaurant downtown, uh, it'll come up in the graph search. And so you'll know what your friends like. They're trying to compete with Urban Spoon and Yelp and, um, and those guys. The scary part is if you type in, what websites have my friends visited in the last couple of days? It, it reveals some results that are a little shocking. Mm. Um, and so people's web surfing habits, if they've got their settings not correct, uh, become a matter of uh, public searchability. Mm. Um, it is probably, from a security perspective, one Mark, of the most- why are you shaking? <laughs> well, I, I have a question because I'm, I'm sure everybody's thinking, well, if I sign out, if I log out of Facebook and then go uh, do whatever I need to do on my research project or whatever, do people, can they still look into that and see? If you've logged out of Facebook and you have that Facebook cookie lurking around in your cookie mm -hmm. cache, which we can get into at another time, mm -hmm. uh, but not a lot of people erase their cookies after they close out. It's just not a surfing habit that people have. But what if they have the thing on their iPad or iPhone or any other device that automatically has them, has them logged in to yeah. Facebook and then they go to these sites that have the like button? Right. On, on these devices, your device is likely mostly Facebook aware, meaning it's running out there someplace. And then you go to some place that has the like button. That like button will actually report back to Facebook, hey, Mark Griffith just uh, visited, you know, cars.com. Um, and so it gets a list of your history, mm -hmm. which should only be tracked within your own browser and for your own eyes only. So when I decide, hey, who do my, what are my friend's favorite websites? And it goes and it has your surfing history, your face will pop up with a list of sites that you've been to. Mm -hmm. um, as this thing grows, it's going to continue to do these things and people are going to become more aware 
Which is a Shine good thing. is over there logging out all his, his <laughs> stuff. I'm just kidding. It, but people are becoming more aware of just how much Facebook yeah. knows about them. That sure. they weren't aware that Facebook knew about them. This graph search will hopefully get people more aware and locking their, their accounts down. But no, Kevin, oh, I, I'm not clear. I'm, I'm not clear. If you logged out of Facebook. Which Kevin? <laughs> either one who has the answer. If you either. log out, can they still track where you go and, and do on the web? Yes. Yeah, because Facebook put a cookie on your machine. Oh. The same way Google Analytics puts a cookie on your machine. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it knows when you go to another site, hey, uh, you've got a cookie on your machine. It interrogates that cookie. It knows your account. And exactly. Then it, and that's a benefit. They're doing that as a benefit for you. They're selling it as a benefit right. to you that, because right. it makes you more social. What it does is it makes what you think is your private activity public. Right, because it will. It's and it also for people who can't remember passwords and usernames. I mean, it's just got it right there in the cookie. Yeah. It just automatically logs you in. Now you can turn those things off. And like, like on my iPad, it says applications that have requested access to your Facebook account will appear here, and I have it on. And then there's another place where you can keep automatically logged into your Facebook. So there is a way. Again, this goes back to settings. How many people dig into these settings? Out of 800 million people, not too many. Uh, I will say that there's a few things here you can do to protect yourself. Go into your settings and don't allow any third-party cookies. Don't allow Facebook to access anything in terms of other activities you're engaged in on your device like your iPad or or your phone. Um, If you're on your desktop computer, you can go to a website called disconnect.me. We talked Mm -hmm. about it last week. Install that plugin, and it will block any reporting that these widgets can do back to their home sites. That's great. Isn't this a national security issue? I mean, if we had people in sensitive government positions on website going to secure uh, locations on the web then isn't this public automatically? Well, and that's why President Obama was forced to give up his BlackBerry, but then he retained it. I guess they had to hire somebody like Kevin to help. <laughs> there, there are there are corporate policies designed specifically to deal with Facebook and its emerging invasion into their corporate enterprise. Um, some places have banned it altogether, um, or they have very in-depth seminars and, and policies and procedures in place uh, to train their people about exactly what's going on. But frankly, that discussion needs to be in the national media. It needs to be an open and frank and simple discussion so that everybody who's using Facebook and, and happy to do so knows how to protect themselves if they wish to do so. Exactly. It's all, it's all about having at least the ability to protect yourself. Well, the, 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 the big catchphrase is convenience trumps security every time Mm. and that's where we are right now it's a little inconvenient to go out there and do these things um and so the inconvenience it it trumps security yeah when we have this seminar people need to bring their paper and pens and so that they can listen and follow the instructions to un-Facebook their devices, if need be, their kids' devices. Yeah, we'll, we'll have some, some demonstrations, some visual demonstrations, uh, walk people through, uh, help people one-on-one. I, like I said, it, was, it, it is my goal uh, right now to make sure that I can reach as... I would like Knoxville to be considered the safe computing city 
for, for 2013 by getting information like this out because mm. everybody in Knoxville is aware of this stuff and they're taking all steps necessary to make this possible. That's why I'm happy to be on your show. You're like the Judge Dredd of, uh, or dread, whatever, <laughs> of, of internet safety. <laughs> I, I just, I want people to be comfortable when they wake up in the morning because now that people are aware that these things exist, a lot of them are, are scared because they haven't got the information to know that they can lock themselves down, keep their children safe, keep mm. grandma safe. You know, these things are all tantamount to uh, to other security issues mm-hmm. uh, of, of our current day. And, you know, um, we talked a little bit off air. You know, one of the things that that makes this so important is because did everybody hear or watch the Chris Hansen, was it 2020 or whatever? What is it, Chris? Is it Chris Hansen? 60 minutes. 60 minutes. Was it 60 minutes? Where, you know, these predators were, they were posing as like 13-year-old girl. Oh, they do uh, a sting. Yes. And, and that is the ultimate sacrifice that I think just taking a lax attitude towards this that you may have. I mean, they set up these these sting operations and and people by the droves. I mean, these 30, 40-year-old guys, I mean, preachers and I mean, all these these predators were showing up thinking that they were going to meet young 13, 12-year-old people. Now, that is worst-case scenario and I'm not saying that obviously that that will happen to you if you don't unfacebook your you know, device or follow your history, your kid's history. But I think Kev, what Kevin is saying rings so true with me. It's it's really about protection. And and what is it you say? Convenience? Convenience trumps security. Yeah. It's the safety belt effect. When they put the law on that safety belts must be in every automobile produced, deaths went way down. And mm-hmm. the Department uh, of Transportation was very happy to see that. The other half of the statistic, though, that they didn't mention was accidents went way up because people drove a little more carelessly because, hey, I've got a seatbelt. Mm-hmm. And I'm told if I have a seatbelt, I'm safe. They call mm-hmm. them safety belts. Right. Uh, and they can injure you too. <laughs> so, and that's what we have here is people think they have these safety belts so they can go about their lives and not really think about these things. But frankly, uh, no, injuries will go up. Mm-hmm. And that's what we want to avoid. But, you know, at the end of the day, this is another show for us. But, I mean, do you really deserve, I mean, do does everybody deserve privacy meaning you you have to at some level if you work for a specific company or like you said uh, mark for these government officials by working it in that public of a of a, a job or whatever when you're working and you're using their device don't you give up your privacy at some level i mean if you're using their equipment now if you're on your phone certainly not Courts of law have ruled that it's your equipment, it's your resource, it's yours to control, Mm -hmm. and they forfeit their privacy when on your system. Exactly. We're in a day and age of bring your own device. Mm -hmm. Therefore, BYOD. BYOD. An entirely different set of circumstances now exist around that. Mm -hmm. Uh, And anybody who's running an enterprise knows the challenge that exists there is a lot worse than you might anticipate from a, a surface top-down view. Mm-hmm. Uh, the uh, and We're not going to get into enterprise security here. That's an entirely different discussion. Yeah. But they bring these devices to the workplace with all of the problems that they've created for themselves at home. And so anybody who's running a business who allows this, the problems that they've placed on their device at home is now in your enterprise. Yeah. 
Well, and, you know, for those out there who want their privacy and they don't want to have anybody watching them, then you need to not use your company's device to go places that you want to be private. You need to make sure you disable the things that are recording your history. Those are just things you need to do. You can still have your privacy. You can still have your privacy. You just need to know just what buttons to push and then just go on. I mean, it's the people out there that are yelling that they don't have privacy that are not standing up, paying attention and listening. I mean, would you buy a car without seatbelts right now? Well, no, of course you wouldn't. If they promoted that it didn't have seatbelts, you would not buy the car. So you have to understand what the playing field is and, and play with the tools that you have. And people are under the impression that the seatbelts are in place when you do business with Facebook or Twitter or any of these large companies. It's a foregone conclusion that they're safe because if they weren't, the government would surely be involved mm -hmm. and stop any, you know, funny business that, that might be going <laughs> exactly. on. Exactly. But there's not a lot of motivation to do that because something like Facebook is also the largest government database nice. and index of people ever known to mankind and it's kind of a nice thing for them to have around yeah and it's growing kevin thomas knoxville technology services we'll be right back after these messages Best choice for news, sports, traffic, and weather. Partnered with WBIR.com. This is 100.3 WNOX. At Title Associates of Knoxville, we are all about you. You, the buyer, the seller, the real estate agent, or the lender. Hi, I'm Sue Benson, owner of Title Associates. In today's real estate market, it is more important than ever to have a title company with experience, a company you can trust, and one that conducts business with you in mind. Our staff has been serving Knoxville and surrounding counties for over 20 years with timely, attentive service. We are constantly updating and re-educating ourselves to ensure the best possible service to our customers. At Title Associates, we are proud to be a part of this community, a community that has remained positive during the downturn of the economy and a community that will recover with an even stronger real estate market. If you're buying, selling, or refinancing, our staff promises to make your closing a pleasant one. If you're a real estate agent looking for excellent customer service, give us a call, 777-1040, or visit our website at tanox.com. Title Associates, your choice and the right choice. Mortgage Investors Group is committed to being your home loan solution. It's just that simple. With over 22 years of experience in the home financing business and over 60,000 clients, MIG is Tennessee's leading independent mortgage lender. Whether you're looking to upgrade your current home, purchase your first home, or need to simply refinance to a lower rate, now is the time to move. There has never been a better time to buy a home than there is today. Record low rates, great selection of homes for sale, and sellers ready to sell. This environment will not last forever. Mortgage Investors Group has money to lend, experienced loan officers to guide you, and a singular focus of helping you. Contact us and we will help you realize your American dream today. MIGonline.com or 865-691-8910. Equal housing lender, Tennessee license number 109111. Mortgage Investors Group. What's your New Year's resolution? Spending more time with your family and friends? Getting back into shape? Enjoying life more? How about this? Own your own home. 
According to local statistics, hundreds of more homes were sold last year than the previous two years. The market is back. So, if you're dreaming of a new home, Mortgage Investors Group has the best loan to make your New Year's resolution come true. With 18 offices in Tennessee and the lowest mortgage rates in our nation's history, our federally licensed loan officers can help you with your purchase or refinance needs. Think of it this way. Owning your own home can make all the other resolutions come true. So call us today, 800-489-8910, or visit us online at mortgageinvestorsgroup.com or thehousinghour.com. Mortgage Investors Group, making New Year resolutions come true for the past 23 years. Tennessee Mortgage License Number 109111. Clearly, your best choice for news, sports, traffic, and weather. Partnered with WBIR.com. This is 100.3 WNOX. The Housing Hour with Kevin Ray continues, helping you understand what is really going on out there and what to do about it. Again, Kevin Ray. Welcome back to the Housing Hour. This is Kevin Ray. And I want to tell you about a company, guys, that we believe very strongly in as well. And that's Capital Financial Group. Capital Financial Group. We've had Bobby on a couple of times. We've talked about, you know, financial goals. And, you know, they are really the type of people that I want to do business with. I want to trust because they are trustworthy. And they just do a phenomenal job helping you with your finances. They're going to help you design a plan. They're going to help you figure out where your money is going. They're going to help you design a plan that's going to help you meet your goals. Because we all have financial goals. We all want to retire. We all want our kids to go to college. We all want to go on vacations and so forth. And they do just that. They're going to help you to re, you know, attain those goals. So I would recommend them highly. And you can call Bobby and his team at 865-246-1680. Um, and you can locate them right there. They're right, abo- right above or below us, actually, um, over at the Mortgage Investors Group building off of I-40. Um, Bobby Lopez and Capital Financial Group. So we're back here in the housing hour. And... You go to thehousinghour.com as well so that you guys can listen to this show live and find all of our past shows and so forth. Um, but what we want to do, take this segment, is we wanted to kind of recap where we've been in the last year or so. And we want to talk a little bit about that because, you know, some of you um, might have heard that we will be leaving WNOX. Um, this is actually our last show. Our last one. Our very last show. And, you know, the story about the housing hour all started in November of 2011. And it was a vision that Chrissy Ray, our president, and my mom. Yeah, <laughs> your mom. Had um, about what she wanted this show to be and what she wanted, um, you know, the housing hour to actually represent. So... You know, there was many radio stations out there. We could have went to many places. There was a lot of places that offered this type of service where we could go and we could communicate to the public about, you know, housing news. But you know what? WNOX was the best option for us. They had the best people. They had the best content and it just fit us perfectly and so we did and eddie beacon uh took care of us and brought us in and you know the thing that i loved most about it was the people that worked within the company um you know and and the person that we've become closest to of course is shine and shine we want to thank you for all that you've done for us over the last year (laughs) i'm just kidding (laughs) over the last year because this show the success of this show it has 
everything to do about the team. And we're a team. And we just thank you so much for everything that you've done for us. Well, guys, it's it's been such uh, a pleasure working with you guys. I've I've learned a whole lot. Mm-hmm. I mean, I hope the listeners have too, because I know yeah. I have. I mean, I've learned. I have yeah, because you're stuck with the whole hour every single <laughs> week with us, <laughs> and, I, and I get to digest it in a way that uh, is a little more unique than others. But like, there's been so many great topics. Um, getting to know you guys has been very special on a personal mm-hmm. level. Um, but I've loved the content. I love you guys as host, and I love this show. Yeah. And uh, thank you guys for allowing me the opportunity to be a part of it. Absolutely. And you think, Mark, about all of the people that we have had the benefit of dealing with here at WNOX, whether it be Mike Howard or Ed Brantley or Shine. Johnny Perkle. Johnny Perkle definitely has helped us out. You know, and, and, and it's not it's not often that you find good people in you know the radio business i hate to say that <laughs> but it's just you know well maybe it's more the stereotype but right. but but definitely that was for sure uh debunked here because they're just a bunch of good people well and they were really helpful especially in the first few uh weeks for me uh they kind of taught us how to do radio mm. so uh and shine was instrumental on on, on a, lot, a lot of that he spent a lot of uh, hours with me in the recording trying to get some commercials out so you were huge yeah. huge in trying to fix some right. of my uh my problems mortgage invest what'd you <laughs> mortgage investor group mortgage investor yeah okay. i just couldn't get the s out but he does you know and that's that's you know for anybody out there that's listening that has ever dealt with wnox they know just how good that their production staff is and 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 shine certainly um is one of those people you know and, and but he doesn't just produce like he's not just like the tech guy like he knows his stuff right you know you guys remember our you know our our election special you know and i had a lot of people saying hey who was that guy on there you know an expert yeah know. exactly because he was kind of running circles around us he was right. like no actually uh, mark kinsey and uh, t- uh yeah. you know and but i mean he knows his stuff and you have actually added a lot to the content as well and if we had more microphones he would have been on more often i think so we well thank and him sometimes when you weren't available to the show i had to run so that i was just twice said, that yeah. was maybe twice come <laughs> on <laughs> Yeah, but it felt like 15 times. Yeah. You know, Kevin's here like one or two days out of the month. Well, Shine, Shine went into the co-chair and, and yes. uh, helped me through. Absolutely. And that's been so important because, um, you know, we had never done this before. You know, and that's the thing. Like, we started this and it was kind of like giving a monkey a gun <laughs> in a lot of ways. But the thing that I loved is that my very first show I remember that we did here, we had Randy McNally. Um, we also had um, the president president of the Tennessee Mortgage Bankers Association. And I remember, I remember, uh, Eddie, um, you know, just being there, you know, and, and, and during breaks, you know, coming in and saying, you're doing great, boy, you're doing great, you know, <laughs> and, and then our, you know, I believe it was, uh, there, we had two producers at the time, which they've changed a couple of times, but they did a great job on the weekend, on the weekend, yeah, our weekend producers. Yeah. So they helped us a lot as well, because it's not easy when you look, you know, you listen to the final product and you know, okay, well, yeah, they had commercial breaks and everything went smoothly. Well, there's a lot that goes into it, and, and you have to have the ability to do that. But that first show, you know, it was, it was, and even Johnny Perkle, the owner of the company, you know, 
gave me a message to say, hey, you did a great job, you know, and whether or not that was actually true, he was really trying to encourage me and, and help me, you know, and I think that that says a lot about the people here. And Johnny and, and Mike Howard, they've always been very supportive of everything that we've done. They've mm-hmm. helped us in every every phase of this. Mm-hmm. And so it's going to be difficult, mm-hmm. but but we're moving on. Yeah, and, exactly. Uh, and so all that information of where we're going, it's going to be on the housinghour.com. We start next week. That's right. A new location. That's right. And the housinghour.com, the ben, the big benefit um, of the housing hour, I think, and the housinghour.com is that we wanted to make our information, you know, accessible. I think really for people, no person that listens to our show listens in one specific way. I mean, they might listen on their iPhone, they might listen on their Droid, they might listen in a variety of different places, but you can definitely find us on thehousinghour.com and we have our announcement there and we we also have our introduction as well, so you can locate us there and you'll be able to continue to listen to our show live on thehousinghour.com and quite frankly, that's where we'd prefer that you listen to us because you get the best quality and the you know the best the best of of all worlds kind of like Hannah Montana exactly <laughs> and uh, and all of those shows will lead to another question yes. and i think that what we tried to do in our series is we take one show and it connects to another that's right so we have continuity of information and mm-hmm. topics so that's what we tried to do with the series by uh, if you look on our on the top of the toolbar we have the home ownership now uh, mm-hmm. series home ownership matters protect your family special series so you mm-hmm. can go there and really kind of connect in in a context uh, several shows in a row. So do you have our most current series being featured? Is that kind of what you do? Yeah, so our okay. our main series that, you know, Home Ownership Matters is our main series right now. Mm-hmm. So that's going to be up on the toolbar where you can click and get all the new shows. Mm-hmm. Special series are all the series uh, that I, we try to keep in a context mm-hmm. framework. Mm-hmm. So it's not just a sporadic topic. Right. It's, it's you know, we... It's, you can dial in. You can dial in. It, it's premeditated. We're mm-hmm. trying to get all of those shows connected so where it makes sense like energy efficiency in homes mm-hmm. with you know starting with Dr. Jackson all the way to uh, Dr. Shod, Simpson Dr. Simpson Shod Construction yeah. and Prudential uh, Prudent Energy Systems mm-hmm. who did, does Scott. energy audits Scott Higgins yeah. yeah so and also another cool thing too which I really like about our website that Kevin Thomas helped create um, right. from Knoxville Technology Services is the search feature I know it sounds mm-hmm. weird that you would think oh wow the search feature is great but you put in anybody's name or any topic it's going to categorize and pull up for you in the search engine you know, by a list of, I guess, most hits. And, and you know, the specialty of, of Kevin is that his search engine optimization, which we had no idea what that was oh, yeah. when we first, but because of the tags and everything, mm-hmm. we're getting hits constantly on previous shows that we did last year mm-hmm. and people are searching. Bernanke. Bernanke, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So we're getting people from all over the world. Mm-hmm. The last one was New Delhi. New Delhi. Oh, you do have love the housing hour. That was horrible <laughs> accent. That was horrible. <laughs> it was. But, uh, new, you know, so we're getting them all over the world. So yeah. it's kind of fun. Yes. And, you know, the other thing, too, with the housing hour, you know, as we do transition, you know, we take a look back. We think about all of the things that we did. We think about all the shows that we've had. You know, it's been over a year. So we've had obviously 52 plus shows um, more than that. You know, you have a couple of extra months in there. And so all of those things that we have accomplished and all of those questions that we've asked, you know, that's what our job will be going forward is as we've asked these questions, our, our goal really is to, to 
to answer them. You know, we are the question answerers. So we want to, you know, right now, it kind of a call to action, uh, you know, call to arms. If you out there and you have some question or something related to housing, you know, and housing is a very big net, you know, it's a very, very big net. So you can call us 865 uh mark is at 865-482-8910 yeah that's my office and then tell him mine it'll be kind of fun (laughs) kevin is 865-691-8910 and that's our main office so if you ever have any mortgage questions you need a loan officer you can call any one of the numbers or check out the housinghour.com and you can also dial 1-800-489-8910 and for the new delhi customers at 011 is the country code (laughs) but you can call us and we can get you in touch with the loan officer nearest you because, you know, rates are really low right now. You know, 15-year fix are under 3%. So you need to refinance. I can't beat that drum enough. You need to go out there and purchase. New home sales are up. You know, the housing market is really cooking. And the existing home sales uh, That's what I meant. In, yeah. in 2012 were the, the highest level in five years. Mm-hmm. So that indicates really what's coming in 2013 is that it's really going to set some records. Home values are up. Home, values home inventory is down. Yes. So we need quality inventory. We, If you're out there, I mean, I know we transitioned to a lot of topics, but if you're out there thinking about selling your home and you couldn't sell it in the past, I, I promise you now is the time because it's such a better environment and the quality of the inventory. We need to increase the quality of the inventory. And that's, uh, and to revert back to what we were talking about, mm-hmm. home ownership matters. That's why I started the series because 2013 is going to be the pivotal year that we're going to see our economy turn around, mm-hmm. mark my words, yep. January, turn around due to the uh, housing uh, new bubble that's mm-hmm. going to start to create because mm-hmm. of this. Yep. New construction's up, existing home sales are up everything's everything's moving in that direction. Not to toot my own horn, but in November and December, you can go back and listen. Yes. But my predictions, it's pretty amazing. We're almost spot on as, as it relates to new home sales and also the mortgage industry in general. And so, and I mean, it wasn't anything original. It was things that I heard Jesse Lynn talking about. You know, Steve Smith, who we've had on that works at Mortgage Investors Group, are... I mean, the average loan officer at MIG has been there 14 years. So just in the office talking to people, you get a sense of what's going to happen. So yes, the homeownership series matters is so important because this is a pivotal year. 2012 was getting us back on our feet. 2013 is going to be us running. And do you have a Super Bowl prediction since you nailed this oh, stuff I down? Nailed, I nailed that on the Eric Ains show. Oh, just you given, did nail yeah. that on the Eric Ains show. I say the Super Bowl, There is this is an easy one. Baltimore wins this one 28-17. It's going to be a late run by Ray Rice in the third, in the, the third <laughs> quarter, and there's going to be no scoring in the fourth quarter. Shine, you're probably grateful we're not going to be here anymore. The the detail of (laughs) that prediction. Jay Flacco will be 17 for 32. It's bold. 17 for 32. Well, as we wrap up this show, we do want to send a special thanks to WNOX, all of its employees, especially Johnny Perkle, um, also uh, Eddie Beacon, David Thompson, Mike Howard, um, Ed Brantley, uh, even Bob Thomas, you know, we just appreciate everybody here. Um, we thank them for the time and effort they put into our show. And we thank them for just being friends and, and helping us learn this radio business. And as we leave the housing hour at WNOX, WNOX isn't going anywhere. They're going to be here for a long time to come. And they've got a great 
series of shows, and we encourage you to continue to listen. So, for the last time, here on WNOX, this is Kevin Ray signing off for one last time. God bless. We'll see you next week.